All right, everyone, welcome to Nerd Pod. I'm Jacob Brown, joined here with Zach Weinberger. We're going to go over all the stuff going on in the nerdy world today, including the DC slate uh, of movies being delayed again. Uh, we're going to talk about the release of the Batman and our opinions on that movie. Zach, I think you've seen it twice now. Uh, I'm seeing it a second time, and he nodded yes. Uh, we're, I'm seeing it a second time uh, this weekend with my dad and brother. I saw it with my friends last weekend, seeing it with my dad and brother this weekend. So that'll be a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, then we have, there is some Marvel news. There's some scoops going around. I'm not personally, like, I'm not doing what I did with No Way Home. Like, anytime I hear people talking about the leaked post-credit scenes, I'm like, I don't want to know about the end of the movie. The, you know, that that's not what I want to hear. And I heard some of that stuff with No Way Home. And I don't want that again, so I'm going to avoid that stuff. But there's some Daredevil news, Zach, which I think you'll be happy with. Uh, and then I'm looking down the list here. There's some The Boys news as well. Uh, they had some, uh, they've released a poster this morning. There's the Kenobi trailer that absolutely blew up yesterday. Uh, so we'll cover all that today. So, Zach, let's start with this DC slate of movies for 2022 being shifted to 2023. So basically what happened is, and I saw the report this morning is, and this is the pretext for it. It's kind of sad that we're in this state and can you necessarily blame Warner Brothers now that this news is out, but supposedly the VFX company that they're using is so backed up because of COVID and the flash has about 2,500 VFX shots and they can't get it done by November. So they need all the way until June 23rd 2023 now that's how far that's delayed as far as the other ones i didn't see any excuse for why aquaman and the lost kingdom has been delayed from december all the way to march 17th my birthday 2023 uh, and now shazam fury of the gods takes its place in 2022 and black adam as well going from july now to october 21st of this year so just really weird because you go to the batman and the first trailer that they show is is all the movies coming out this year and now they're not and it's kind of funny but uh what do you think about this this shift so be before i get into it it's funny because you said that um you said that aquaman moved to march on your birthday and it was moved from my birthday in december wow and then, and then now shazam is on the, the slot that aquaman was in so, um, so when it comes to this whole delaying and, and, and stuff like that, you know, I guess it's just, it's delaying the inevitable of the, what the flash movie is going to do to this DCEU. And to that, it might be a blessing in disguise because I don't want to see bad flight go. I don't want to see this whole thing happen. So it's kind of delaying that a little bit and maybe things will happen. I, again, I, I'm really not so sure on the full details of this like discovery merger. I've been hearing these I've been hearing these rumors since the the, the merger first got like this you know signed to the deal where yeah. it's like oh that guy's going to restore the Steiners we yeah. have to hold you know I don't know man listen I, I don't I don't I don't know but like um if it's going to happen it's going to happen when this delay happens but again like I just you know to me it's delaying inevitable um so and again, like you said, three weeks ago, we saw that little trailer with this new footage from Black Adam and stuff like that. We saw it in, in, during the Batman. So, you know, getting, trying to get you hyped for 2022, but really all we have left is just now uh, Black Adam and Shazam, which is kind of interesting that those two movies are closer yes. together. 
you know, so that could be a possible reason why they did that, maybe. Um, but yeah, listen, I mean, it's funny because we, we hear these delay news. It's like we were going to talk so positive today about DC because of the Batman. And then now it's like, okay, well, you know, you snooze, you lose. We're, we're moving these two big movies to 2023, which again, you know, I, I don't mind. You know, I was, I was interested about Aquaman 2. I was interested about the Flash and, and how it's going to change the universe. But, you know, I think Black Adam, it, it looks pretty cool, man. So, I mean, if, if the delay is for purposes that, you know, they're trying to make it better, all for it, I guess. Shazam, you know, I think it'll be fun. But again, that's not, the first one didn't wow me, you know, like, you know. Yeah. So the second one hopefully can do that. You know, I think it's kind of a cool character. But again, it's like, I think the Shazam can be character can be really cool. Uh, if you kind of get Superman involved in that. So I think if they if they're doing that, it'd be great. I think they moved that movie up six months, which I mean should be like a positive, like, oh wow, they, they're so confident in the movie, they're moving it up six months, but like that scares me. I mean, I hope yeah. it, they're not like rushing it now. Like I, I don't know. But uh-huh. but yeah, so again, this whole thing, I just got you just gotta wait and see with these releases. Yeah, and you know, it could be a Doctor Strange situation, which the actor said, basically, when Marvel said we're doing reshoots, they changed the entire movie after they, they showed it to the critics and or wherever they showed the investors or they showed it to a group of people. I forget the group of people, but they showed it to some people. They didn't like it. The, the plot, they said there wasn't enough focused on Strange. It was too confusing. And so Marvel literally reworked the entire movie and they delayed it again. So that, that movie has been delayed a lot, too. But you've seen the trailer for it. It looks pretty dope. It looks like the time that they took on it, it may have been for a good reason. So, and also we heard that they added tons of cameos in those reshoots. And so maybe Warner Brothers, uh, um, if you're taking it from a positive outlook, maybe they saw the backlash of the future Justice League being Supergirl and Batgirl and all that stuff. And they said, you know what? We got to get this done with Cavill at the very least and have a Superman and put him in the flash because i've heard from some scoopers that the super that henry being in the flash could be a legit thing uh so because we discussed that on the last but it's just a one rumor and that's it that's the only thing that's tying it but you know it's like the toby stuff you know you're you're not gonna have anyone just come out and say it and so maybe that that could be a positive outlook i guess yeah, and that's kind of the thing that I'm hoping for with this Flash boot, where it's like, you know, they kind of have a change of heart about what they want to do with this. Because again, like this movie is going to change the future of this whole cinematic universe. So like, you have to reflect upon it. Like, is this what we really want to do? I'm not saying you got to restore the Snyderverse. Obviously, I, I want that to happen. But, you know, you need a, a, a Batman that is of age. You know, I, I don't I don't think... You like we were talking about so much on the show. Like, why is Batman the same age as Commissioner Gordon? You know, if you're yeah. if you're making Keaton the guy. So I I hope that they have a sudden change of heart. You know, I hope that that asshole Walter Hamada is in his chair and he's thinking about it. You know, and and the rest of the people over there, Warner Brothers. So again, it because again, it's gonna change how people look at this universe. I there's you think most people are excited that Affleck is leaving and we're getting an old Batman. I, I don't think so. I think it's a very polarizing sort of thing. So, yeah. you know, and that was, that was the main reason why they didn't want Snyder because it was polarizing, but you're making it even more confusing. So 
yeah. it's 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 so weird. I, I will say though, I mean, if we're stuck with Keaton, you know, I feel like they could do some cool stuff with him at the same time, like because we've heard they're gonna do a Robin, uh, like a Dick Grayson and a Jason Todd, and if he's there for those characters as an older Batman, maybe that's cool. And because you know, when you really think about the, all of the Batman and live action, they've never really done Robin the right way. Uh, and they've never really had Bruce go through it like he should. Like they tried it with with Ben Affleck, but we never saw it. We never saw the actor for Robin that never actually got able to be played out. So if they could do that with Keaton and maybe have the whole Red Hood, Jason Todd, Dick Grayson story play out, maybe they could do it. But they just did it on Titans at the same time with an old Bruce. And it, it's like they're doing the same thing in the movies, too. So I don't know. It's just with with his age, you know, the the whole Red Hood stuff, like it doesn't really fit. I mean, again, they don't have to go straight by the comics, but like his with his age, it's like you're doing Batman Beyond, if anything. Right, that's, that's, they should do that, which I think is awesome. Like, definitely do that. But the thing is, though, it's like it still pains me to think. Like, again, we're we're subjected to right now four Avengers movies with pretty much the same cast of the, the OG guys. Yep. And pretty much with the Justice League, we got a Frankenstein movie and then a director's cut of it. And so basically one movie. And then now you're going to split them up. You're, yep. you're not going to have a Batman. You, you hopefully you keep Cavill, but you might not have a Superman. It's just it's like, man, like every time we mention this, Jacob, on this show, it, it reminds me of how much they really drop the ball with, yep. with these characters. Um, it sucks, but whatever. It does suck, dude, because it's just. Now it's like, I mean, even Black Adam, I mean, now it's in October. It's like, what the hell, man? I mean, like, that would have been a really cool summer movie. And it looked really dope, the trailer and everything. But at the same time, I was thinking it was coming out right with Thor and Lo Love and Thunder. And they probably don't want that. So that, that could be a reason. And, and just one more thing on that is just like, you know, I, I feel like, again, I don't want to spoil our review of the Batman. But like, you know, there's there's a lot of hype with the Batman now, like, people think that DC is like back on track with yeah. this movie, you know? And it's like, okay, let's keep up that hype, bring a movie as close as you can to March. Uh, and I think for Black Adam in July, you know, so, okay, you have, you have a movie to look forward to in July and now you're just delaying that even more. Um, so I don't know. So to me, it's just like, they're all, I, I don't think it's going to kill the hype because I think this movie's going to be talked about for, for a while, but, you know, um, it's just kind of like I, I, every move they make, I, it always questions, you know, I, I never really like say like that is a, a great move, you know, so it's just the state of DC is is so bizarre, you know, and hopefully, you know, hopefully those moves are good, really, but I, I, I don't know. I'm not sure. Yeah, no, I feel the same way, man. And also, too, uh, they put Shazam out on the same day as Avatar 2, which it's not like I don't know if anyone's actually interested in it. But it, it, it will affect the box office numbers if you're putting it on the same day. Absolutely, you're, you're correct. Um, listen, I'm not seeing Avatar 2. Fuck that. I'm not either. I, I have no interest. That, that, that first movie is really not great. Um, so, I mean, I'm going to see Shazam rather than that. But, you know, which again, though, like, you know, because I feel like James Cameron and those guys that, that are working with Avatar, they, they keep saying, like, oh, the hype is still there, even though the first movie came out, like, what, like, more, like 2009. So is there really, is there really hype? I mean, I, I don't think there is, but 
Um, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there's some Avatar fans that have been waiting for this for a long time. Um, the first one made it the most ever. Well, until, you know, the Avengers and stuff. So, um, but yeah, you, you, you always want to release it. That's like, it kind of stands on its own. You know, you don't never want to compete with a, a big budget movie like that or, or a Marvel movie and stuff like that. So, um, especially since Shazam, because I don't think the first one did that great. You know, it wasn't like box yeah. office banger. So that's a little scary, but I, I guess we'll see. I mean, if Shazam is anything like the final 30 minutes of Shazam one, then I'm like, I'm out. <laughs> like, dude, I'm out. Like it ended so badly. I just, I, I don't know. I, I just like, that's my, I, I make a list of like my most hype movies of the year and it's my least hype movie of the year like i'm just not like i just don't trust that it's going to be a good product well you know jacob i hate to tell you this but you know you have critics that disagree and you also have critics that, that like peacemaker too but which i did finish uh oh but, no well I, so here's the thing with peacemaker i know we're going off a little bit just my quick thoughts i will say it did get better but by better it's like it, it was crap and then it was kind of okay. Uh, so I will give it to the performances, but man, like the script is really like not good when it comes to the writing, but it was fine, you know, but whatever. But besides that, um, Shazam is not really hyping for me as well, but um, again, I'll see it. You know, Sh Shazam's a character I kind of grew up with, you know, so uh, I'll check it out, but it, it, I'm going to, predict that it's not going to be my favorite movie ever that's pretty yeah. easy you know I'm, I'm with you there so all right let's go to some positive dc stuff though and talk about the batman and it, it was uh it was a treat and and, and you know i don't want to stir the pot zach but I, I gotta say okay okay i went back and i watched batman begins okay and i think i like it more okay just, like i just i think it's a better movie but I don't want that to be misconstrued with the fact that I didn't, I, I love the Batman, the new one. So I, I think it goes for me, the dark Knight, Batman begins. And then the Batman, that's probably my top three. And I know people like the, the way social media is right now, people are going to be like, you have it number three. Oh my God. It's so much better. But I think it's a lot of recency bias too. And it's okay. If you think that it's better, like it, it it's a lot darker. It's more beautifully shot than Nolan's movie, but I think Nolan's just like a better storyteller. And I think that the Bruce in that movie is more compelling than Robert Pattinson's is. And that that's my main difference. And for me, I, I completely understand like all the people that are like, Oh, you know, Bruce, uh, you know, he, he's not, he's not being Bruce Wayne in public and he's not, completely social or committed or whatever all the disses are it's because they're doing the tom holland thing they're gonna do it over a trilogy and by the end he'll be the batman that everybody wants and then they'll probably do another trilogy so that, that, that's probably what they'll do and i also think that matt reeves had a much different idea for the movie at first because like remember early on he used to say i want to deconstruct batman and that, and you know, that didn't really happen that much. Like, I don't think they deconstructed Batman in this movie. Uh, but anyway, I think like Batman Begins is more concise. Like the Bruce in that one, like he literally on the plane ride to Gotham says, this isn't about vengeance. 
And I'm like, dude, literally he comes to this conclusion in 20 minutes of the movie. And like the entire, the Batman movie is about him coming to that conclusion. So it's like, it's a little different there. And the Bruce in that movie, it knows what he wants to do. And the thing that like a lot of people don't point out is people say, you know, Robert Pattinson is supposed to be a young Bruce, but Christian Bale was 31 when he made Batman Begins and Pattinson's 35. So he was actually younger making that movie. So I don't know, like there, it's just the differences for Bruce doesn't mean I don't like Robert Pattinson. I think he has the potential to be the best Batman, but he's just not it right now. I think the movie was great. Riddler was awesome. Uh, Penguin was awesome. Uh, uh, Carmine Falcone, I loved the scenes with him in it because uh, I like John Turturro a lot. Um, you know, so the, the acting was fantastic. Zoe Kravitz was great. So, you know, everything about the movie was <laughs> your face right there. Yeah, Zoe Kravitz is great, man. Uh, but yeah, no, the, the movie was great. The action was good. Um, but yeah, like that's just my general thoughts. Okay. So this is what I had to say about this movie. Um, and, you know, again, um, after I saw the first, I really didn't want to do this review after seeing it. I really wanted to see it a second time. Um, because I think, especially with movies like this, when you're really excited, you know, um, I, th I do think going into this movie for the first time, I was very much like, I didn't want to get the hype, but, you know, blind me. Cause that's happened to me before, you know, when it comes to past, uh, superhero movies and stuff like that. So, um, obviously I saw this twice. Uh, I'm pretty, listen, I'm, I'm pretty confident saying this. And again, the last time I saw the Nolan movies, uh well it was a little bit ago it wasn't like a long time ago but i still want to rewatch it just because you know in the batman mood and stuff uh i think the batman it, it, it's it's the best batman movie ever Jacob. i hate to tell you oh in man. My opinion, no in my opinion. it's not better than dark knight it's so here's the you've probably heard this debate right it's the better batman movie is it the better film we can debate but to me it's it's wipes as it being the better Batman movie. And I, and I keep, and I'll keep saying this until the end of time, the dark Knight's a great movie, but that movie is centered for the most part on Heath Ledger's Joker. And that's not even a bad thing, you know, cause again, like no one will ever touch that performance. I love Paul Dano as the Riddler in this movie. Uh, and I love a lot of other villain performances in other superhero movies, whether it's DC or Marvel, no one will ever touch a ledger, but that movie is really reliant on that. It's not really, carried by like in Joaquin Phoenix like that movie's not great but it's carried by him mm -hmm. but the Dark Knight to me when it comes to a Batman story it's very weak in that department uh, and that could be because Rachel was recasted and I couldn't give a fuck about that Rachel character one bit um, and just these other things that really to me was not compelling this movie when it comes for a Batman story it's everything that personally I have wanted in a Batman movie. And, I, and we've heard it before, the whole detective stuff that's never been done in a Batman movie. Here it's done. And to me, the Riddler is like the perfect villain to kind of do that and to kind of show that off. Um, and when it comes to the whole thing about the, again, this is a year two Batman. Uh, if anything, I do feel like this is probably more comic accurate than the Nolan just because it does take time for Batman to fully realize why he's this vigilante, why he's doing this. Uh, and throughout the whole movie, like you said, there, throughout that plane ride, like the first 20 minutes of the movie, you're like, okay, he, he kind of figured it out already. But 
that's not really how it is. Like in this movie, again, we see him as being very naive. We see him like saying, okay, I'm doing this uh, to, you know, for vengeance, for nothing else. You know, he doesn't care if people fear him, whether it be a victim or not. Uh, and to me, I think Pattinson is brilliant in this movie just because to me, you can tell by every scene he's in that he, this is a broken person. <laughs> like it's kind of depressing to watch because he really gets into the character. Um, the eye, the, the, the acting with his eyes is really insane in this movie, I thought, especially through the cowl. Um, I, I thought he was brilliant in this. And especially, again, when you realize towards the end, like, again, like the whole scene, I know people want to compare the interrogation scene from The Dark Knight and the one he had with the Riddler in this movie. But I don't know if that in this movie was more of an interrogation scene or it was more of a scene to show who's more crazier. Because I think that's the sort of the thing with the Batman is that he's not he's not a stable person, you know? Yeah. And I feel like yeah. that's probably why he's been more of a relatable character to people is because he's not a boy scout like Superman. He's not all good, especially in his first couple years. Like he's still traumatized by his parents passing that he, that that's his, that's his sort of mo biggest motivation of being this character. I thought the best line from the Riddler was like, when he's talking to Batman, he's like, you know, people try so hard to unmask us, but like, this is us. When we put on the mask, we become our true selves. And that's pretty much Bruce Wayne. We, like, he doesn't want to do these meetings like Alfred wants him to do. He doesn't want to do all this crap. You know, he's just doing it. Like, the only reason he became Bruce Wayne to go to that mayor's death, the funeral, is because he said, Riddler's probably going to do something. So I'm just going to show up and just be there. Um, so listen, so when it comes to a Batman story and what Pattinson did, and like, you, and for, except for like the first scene with the Riddler, I think he's like in every scene, Batman, for the most part. Yeah. Uh, and obviously in The Dark Knight and in any other Batman movie, that's not the case. Um, so I just thought it was very impressive what they did with this movie. And again, besides it being shot well, which it obviously it is, besides the music being insane, Michael Giacchino, who did Spider-Man No Way Home, insane. Um, Zoe Kravitz plays a perfect Catwoman. Um just everybody in the movie is great. And like you said, John Turturro is, is very underrated. You know, I feel like no one's going to talk about Carmine Falcone, but like, again, like the scenes of them just talking, again, I thought the dialogue was yeah, really... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that one scene where like Bruce Wayne, you can see how broken he is going to Carmine Falcone saying, what happened to my parents? And just that, that whole thing, I don't think that's been explored so much. Like, yeah, even the Waynes were, part, were corrupt as well. And Bruce Wayne realizing that is such a it's such a great scene seeing the riddler put, put that thing on tv how his mother was in and out of asylums and how you know the hush money hush by the way elliot yeah. hush. i was like let's do it please um so obviously i want to more so bounce back off each other but again to me it's the best batman movie uh and again i'm gonna rewatch all of them right because uh because obviously they're they're great uh, and to me, Batman Begins, I think, is hella underrated because I feel like people put Dark Knight Rise, Rises above it, and I no. don't like that at all. So, but again, like, the fact that people are right now, though, kind of questioning, like, oh, which one's better, the Dark Knight or the Batman? Imagine what the second movie is going to be like, you know? And it's like, 
how much are we going to hype up the second movie if we're already hyping up this one to be as good as the dark knight i don't know but again personally in my opinion uh it's the best i'll leave it that hey i mean it's a fair take man i mean you, you present a lot of good points and you know the way that there's a lot of conflict in bruce is something that we've never seen and so just because you know christian bale was set in his way doesn't mean that uh you know, Robert Pattinson not being that way is is somehow bad. Like, it's also really cool to see a Bruce that is conflicted and, and doesn't, you know, he's not set in his ways. And, uh, and coming to that conclusion at the end of the movie was great. And, you know, I think that the detective part of the movie, you know, was really awesome. Um, but, you know, the, I, I think like the interactions he had with the police were very interesting because, you know, in other movies, it's kind of not touched on as, as much. I mean, you know, you kind of know the general thing about the police and the relationship with Batman, but in this, it's really interesting. And, and you could tell that they know immediately early on him and Gordon that the rest of the station's corrupt. You can't trust anyone else. And, uh, you know, now with that scene, we were making fun of it before the movie, but when uh, Batman socks Gordon, it was a fantastic scene, uh, you know, hey. I was gonna say, like when we talked about that scene, it's like we were we were wanting what the context was, right? Yeah. Like we got it. I thought that scene was amazing because, like, when he woke up and they're trying to like unmask him or whatever, and you see all these police policemen up above him, he's trying to fight them all off, and Gordon's like stopping him. And like again, like what the actors do so well is that all of them can play really intense, you know. And I think that Gordon, Jeffrey Wright. Is amazing i forgot to mention him yeah he was amazing he, he was great and i and i thought that like the interaction between him and batman was probably the best gordon batman interaction because it, it's most of the movie is them trying to again figure this out it's very animated series-esque especially like the humor in this movie to me is perfect because like it's not batman cracking jokes like he is in the whedon cut of justice league yeah, you yeah. Know, it's, not, it's not like what we see in the mcu or even just in dc movies nowadays it's like it's that, it's that humor that we see, that dry humor we see from Batman where it's like, Gordon says, you could have pulled that punch and Batman says, well, I did. You know, like that, that to me, like, that's perfect. Don't, don't, you know, extend the joke out. Just leave it at that. The yeah. whole thing, like the thumb drive, you know what I'm saying? And, and just Riddler being that fucking maniac or just like, <laughs> um, I, I forgot what other one they said that was pretty the the, uh, the scene with the penguin making the joke was funny yes the, the penguin doing like oh you two are some kind of duet here you know stuff like that yeah. like that's like that's like right from the comics you know what i'm saying it's like i just think that matt reeves he, he he gets this character so well and it's like you know obviously his past movies have been great i love the planet of the apes movies let me in cloverfield whatever but like you know he really gets it and i think that the the mixture of him and Pattinson as batman is great you know I just feel like also the people that are saying that Pattinson's Batman is emotionless are just no, not getting it. No, no. I, I just don't think they get it, you know? Yeah. And it's the same thing we saw from, like, from Snyder, where it's just, like, people are just, like, oh, he doesn't get Batman. Here he's emotionless. And they don't get it, you know? And I think it's different from, from Tom Holland's Spider-Man a little bit. And, again, I, don't, I haven't read much Spider-Man, so either you or someone else can, like, tell me. But, like... Um, I th he was never like the whole Iron Boy thing. I know I don't call him Iron Boy, but right. like, how people toss you know say that nickname. Like to me, like this Bruce Wayne in his first couple years as Batman was always like this. So I feel like people saying that it's not 
accurate to the character are really showing themselves that right yeah. yeah you know it's just like read frank miller's year one you know it, it'll, it'll show you like this is what it was obviously and matt reeves has said that takes a lot of inspiration um so to me it's like yeah they got they got the young bruce wayne down where like his true self is batman it's not bruce wayne and like again just the whole yeah Gotham, yeah Gotham is way more of a character in this movie than it is in any other batman movie or joke or whatever because again you're seeing the the corruptness with the police department we saw a little bit in in, in nolan's but here it's fully fledged out this Gotham looks the best too Yes, absolutely. And I, I, it was, by the way, the perfect decision to do this in Glasgow, Scotland, I think it was, they did. Wow. This wow. So it, wasn't, it wasn't even America, you know what I'm saying? And I, again, I, I thought that was great. I love the narration at the beginning of the movie, that whole beginning sequence where it's just like, you know, the, the criminals seeing, you know, how he might be in the shadows, even if he's not there, like that's how much he's impacted the city where like they always look out for him. Uh, and, and again, just even like going back to early Gotham, how like he was explaining the Arkham's and the Waynes and how they were corrupt yeah. from the beginning and stuff like that. Like Matt Reeves fucking gets it. it so again, I, I, you, I you've convinced me a little more. It's it's way more Batman lore in this, and, and it's yeah. way more connected to everything than any other movie because every other movie has been one villain. You, you know, Batman Begins was Rajah Ghul. And that, you know, some corruption with the Falcone and Maroney that's set up for Dark Knight. But then Dark Knight was Joker and then Two-Face, but at the end. And then, you know, Dark Knight Rises was Bane. And then, oh, it's, was it Talia or the other said the... Talia, yeah. Tal yeah, and then Talia. And it's like, okay. You know, and it was a terrible twit. Like, I, it, was so, <laughs> it was so dumb, dude. Like... That, that scene where she dies is still ingrained in my memory. Do you remember that scene where, like, that's probably the worst death on screen I've ever seen in my life? No, but, like, again, like, and again, I always have appreciation for the Nolan movies. Don't get me wrong. Even though I will say, like, Scott Mendelson, if you know Scott Mendelson, I think it's Forbes he writes for. Or just Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I feel like it's such a lazy thing to say that this is basically a Nolan ripoff. It's oh, so it's not at all, dude. It, it's such a lazy thing to say. I just feel like when people say like, oh, it's a dark Batman movie. Nolan, it, he's copying Nolan. Like that, that, that's like really annoying because like you just watch the movie. And if you tell me that it's a Nolan ripoff, like you're just lying. What to does me. he want? Adam West? I mean, you know, like. What? <laughs> there you go. See, that's the best Batman. Excuse me. Yeah, Batman, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's Adam West. But seriously, I mean, again, I like. And I don't even blame people for liking The Dark Knight more. Like, The Dark Knight's a great movie. But, like, I just think when it comes to, a, you know, a character, like, I wanted to see from the Batman character for the whole movie. Uh, they get it. And it's especially, the, I don't like to talk mostly about the action of being the movie being great. But, like, I thought Nolan's action sequences with Batman always lacked. Um, and to me, in this movie, it's pretty damn good. Is the Snyder warehouse scene good? No. Okay. But, again, that's, like, Batman in his 40s. This is early Batman. So you don't like the Snyder uh, warehouse scene? No, I'm saying I, I thought that the action in this movie was not as good as the Oh, warehouse. yeah, 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 yeah. I agree. You know, yeah. But obviously, it's hard to top that scene, right? But like, I, but again, he's handling people in this movie that no one couldn't do. Like, you know, again, I, I love this meme, by the way, where like it just shows Affleck and then the Dark Knight Rises Bane, where it's just like he would beat his ass in like three minutes. Yeah. Like, 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 like Bale couldn't do it. 
But Pattinson, you know, even in year two, like he's handling guys like it's nothing. You know, I love that scene where in the in like towards the beginning, he goes into the the iceberg lounge. The fact that they mentioned the iceberg lounge, yeah. you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, and then below what? 42, was it the other one? Yeah, 44 below. Like, yeah, man, Nolan would never mention that kind of stuff. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Like, yeah. He's just like, he gets the comics, you know? And like, well, it feels a little, you know, Gotham, uh, the Gotham TV show, it feels a little like that too. Like a little bit of the heck, like that show is what it is. Like, it's a crazy, weird show, but like, I, I always liked it because it was just fun. And uh, it has that kind of hectic, crazy feeling. But as far as like the emotional, the the emotionless thing, I think people mistake like emotionlessness for, because like that's actually emotion in a movie. The fact that someone would be emotionless <laughs> or have a lot of dread, like that is emotional in of itself. And so like, that's what I took from that. Like, it's like, like, as one of my friends is like, eh, he was, he was kind of like just muttering everything. And, uh, you know, because I went with my friends and I was like, yeah, like he's kind of an introvert. I think they're like trying to make him like that right now, you know, cause it's just a bad time for him and all that. Like a lot of people like casuals, they don't, think about it like that like and sit back and think deeply about like why he might feel that way and where it might be going it's just like they want to see that batman that's like you know you know like the tradition the traditional confident whatever batman but it's like us the hardcore fans were like this is the juice and so you know it's fun stuff but uh so yeah uh batman 2 i hope it doesn't take five years like because they said within five years that probably means three i mean if we're being real because like you got to get that whole cast together again and that's a star-studded cast and they all do a lot of stuff that that's kind of what i'd like because that's probably why it's taking so long because the nolan movies had breaks too uh especially dark knight and rises that was like five years uh like 08 to 13 i think so uh but i hope it come, we'll, we'll at least be getting the penguin show in between which i believe is a prequel to the movie or it might be after i hope it's after but i i, I haven't seen anything like about it and then the gotham pd show has has now turned into uh an arkham asylum show so they're not even going to call it gotham pd that's out that's been canned and now it's going to be an arkham asylum show so maybe we'll be getting that tease paid off of uh barry uh what's his name like barry cohegan so I was gonna ask, are, do we do? Are we doing spoilers for this? Like, yeah. All right, great. No, I was gonna say. So, yeah. I mean, we can we can talk about that. Um, which first, first of all, with that Penguin show. Um, for, by the way, I thought Colin Farrell was great in this. Right, I think the Penguin was awesome. Um, I think he was the perfect character to put in this first one. I was talking to a person, and he was just like, "Why is the Penguin a second tier mob boss? Like, shouldn't he be number one?" I mean just sit back in your chair and think for five minutes that people need to work their way up. This is early. Right. Batman. This is the right. Early he doesn't be number one immediately. He always worked for Carmine Falcone and Sal Maroney. Watch the Gotham show. Yeah. It's you know? like, it's like in daredevil. Like what if Kingpin was number one when, when the show started? It's, it just, it just wouldn't, you know? Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, so I love it. How, it, how at the end we see sort of like, it's teasing like yeah he's gonna be number one like he, like when um when he was talking to selena at the end of the movie and then he was just like yeah it's gonna be a power grab people are gonna try to get as much as they can and it focuses on penguin obviously so i think that would be great like you don't have to do that 
him trying to get number one in the second movie, do that for the TV show. If it's a sequel, I mean, that to me, that would be perfect. Um, one more thing before we get to the to Barry Keoghan, where the hell his last name is. I, I thought that, the, I thought, again, I thought Zoe Kravitz was phenomenal in this. I, I think she really encaptures the character so well in this. Um, and especially, again, like the lines were like, they're not just totally on the same page in the first movie. There's a lot of, there's a lot of discussion. It's not like, you know, and a lot of sexual tension as well when it comes to the movies. The, the amount of edits I've seen on Twitter with these two guys, oh God, but whatever. It's going to happen. You know, Batman and Catwoman, that's always what happens. So that's what I'm saying. Like, you can tell Matt Reeves is a fan, you know? Yeah, like, the, dude. Like, obviously, dude, no one... But, like, why didn't they do the scene on the on the Batmobile? So, listen, we talk, I remember we talked about that earlier in the show. That That's going to be in the in the Reeves cut of the movie. Oh, oh, shit. Yeah, so, um, <laughs> no, but that, that's funny. I just remember people were, like, saying, like, man, I, I didn't see Pattinson's, you know, what in this movie. And was like, do you do you want to like? What? Yeah, what the fuck? Uh, yeah. please. What do you what do you mean by that? That that one meme. Um, <laughs> but again, you know. Um, so to me, Pattinson, by the way, uh, second best Batman. You know, but I think he will be number one. You know, I think will be number one by whatever is the second or third movie is. Um, Affleck will always be number one. I love you. Um, RDB Bale. Again, I gotta rewatch the movies, but still. Um. But again, so let me know what you what did you think about that scene, Jacob? Because we were talking before. Which one Adam, specifically? The one with uh, the, the the unseen Arkham uh, inmate that. River oh yeah, 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 yeah. Also, actually, before we do that, I do want to ask you the one complaint I heard from people, some people, about this movie was the third act being underwhelming. Did you think it was underwhelming, or do you not? Dude. Dude, I, I knew that criticism going in, and I didn't think that at all. At all, dude. The only the only problem I had was that the mayor gets shot point blank and then is swimming later. That that I was like, dude, how? Like she was like bleeding internally, and then she's just swimming and walking. So, like, I don't know. But uh, dude, he fucking pumped toxin into or whatever is it called toxin or venom or so. When I first saw that, I'm like, did he fight Bane already? Because he had, I, it was green liquid he shot in himself. I'm like, that has to be Venom. But then I think I read it was like adrenaline. I know that's like a debate now. But whatever. Like, They'll, yeah, whatever. A Batman fan, when he sees green liquid, he's thinking Venom. You know what I'm saying? But um, I think I'm with you about the third act. I Because I, the first time I saw it, I'm like, yeah, it was good. So I'm like, I wanted to see it a second time, see if it, it was lacking. I don't think it was. I mean, the guy literally exploded the sea, the seashores of Gotham. He flooded the damn city. Yeah, and, dude. Like, what the hell? Which was a great scene, by the way. Yeah. I mean, like, so, and obviously, I mean, I guess the other Riddlers, I guess that's like the final boss fight, him, you know, fighting the Riddlers. I don't, who cares, bro? I so Whatever. And then um, I thought that him, the scene of him, like, uh, trying to help people when people are still a little like kind of weirded out by him that's yep. always the one of the better scenes in any batman story it's like when the the public is finally on his side and you and of course the first person that does it i thought it was great the first person that does it was the kid was the mayor's son and he's from the beginning you know obviously he sees himself in him and of course he's the first person the scene where he's saving everybody that and like especially focusing on that one person that's like grabbing onto him. He's still not used to the fact that he's saving people. 
but then he he fully realizes it. He puts his hand on the on the on like the on lady's hand as well. It's just great stuff. Like that's Batman, man. What, oh, what yeah. are people talking about? You know, but um, but again, so great stuff. But the unseen Arkham inmate, right? Obviously, Joker, right? Um, we talked about this earlier. I think you mentioned that like they were testing some screeners with that yeah. scene or not. Um, so obviously that was true, you know, and so, and, and that scene was there. Um, I don't know, like, to, like, I thought it was fun, but like, you know, I don't, I honestly don't think it was that needed. I think it's pretty cool that they put it in there, but like, I don't think it was, I don't think it was that necessary unless like the Joker is the second in the second movie, which honestly, I don't want him to be in. To be yeah, honest. I don't either, dude. And, like, um, I, I think he should like be in it, but not have any interaction with Batman, something like that, to where like they develop the character and then he slowly begins to want to go after Batman. Maybe he's focused on other things because we've never, it's always been Joker one and done. So yeah. maybe them just putting him in Batman two and he just does some side stuff. That would be really intriguing. And they, they have a lot of room because Leto didn't get, he's not, he's not going to get that now. Uh, which again, like that makes me think again of like, if Keaton's in the DCEU is, is Jack Nicholson Joker now <laughs> and what did Harley Quinn do? Like what? Like, I don't, I don't understand it, dude, but Jacob, we're not talking about that. Keep, keep this bad man out of this universe, please. I'm sorry. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. No, but you know, I, I think I was, I saw someone speculate this and I love this. We're like, yeah, have this character be in the movie, but in the same role. Like every time, like Batman maybe defeats a villain, he's talking to the Joker, and yeah. in and then maybe it might lead to Joker breaking out everybody else, and he's running crazy in like the last movie or whenever that comes out. I'm like, yeah, I'm all for that I'm, again. But like, I think that what the thing is about Batman is that people think that there's it's it's been told already so many so many movies, but like he's the one character where like not like there's so much they they just scratched the surface. Of the stories they can tell please court of owls i'm asking nicely oh yeah you know or again like even like the fact that matt reese men mentioned mr freeze you know what i'm saying like yes because like people might write that off as a crazy character but like if you look at his central story it is depressing like you know what i'm saying so like I, i've always wanted to see the mad hatter i think that would make for a, yeah. trip, of a, a trip of a movie you know, so and he so would be he would be a perfect like just thing to attach to the Court of Owls that he works for them. Or I mean, that's so because Court of Owls is trippy in of itself with like, you know, you're thinking Illuminati and, you know, all that inside stuff. And then you bring in the Mad Hatter, who's, you know, a hypnotist and everything like that, like that. It fits. So that would be cool stuff. So, man, dude, it, there's so much to talk about with this stuff. It's awesome. But we also have some other stuff. Uh, that happened too and we got this kenobi trailer dropping yesterday blew up the world it was awesome uh my favorite part was the music and just to know that john williams came back and they're really going to use the revenge of the sith stuff and and the moments i watched star wars theory he did a breakdown on the trailer and he's the best guy for star wars stuff and and he goes in on it and he's like it's really key when they play the song where Anakin right after he kills the uh the separatists on Mustafar and he's staring out into the lava with the tear down like he said it's a key moment when they play that music 
because it's it might be hearkening back to that moment. Obviously, there's going to be the rematch or multiple. We've heard rematches, which, dude, like with modern, like with this technology they have now and the stuff that they can do now with that they never could do with Vader. Like, you know, have you ever seen the YouTube video of like the extended A New Hope scene? And someone did like that, like even that was cool to me. And that's terrible. And so like, they're going to do that wide scale now. No, that was when I, I I remember seeing that the extended fight sequence. And I thought that was like, I don't know how they did that. That was insane. And imagine what you could do with a big budget. You know, when Duel of the Fates came on in the beginning of the trailer, my, the goosebumps were going crazy. Dude, yeah. um, I think this has the opportunity of being a great show. I I, I need you to explain to me because I've seen this character before. But again, I haven't watched the animated stuff, like the Grand Inquisitor. Is, yep. is it? So explain to me that he looked cool in it. That's all I got. That's all I saw. I mean, yeah. So uh, there's a lot of backlash about him in the trailer because he doesn't look like he did in the animated show. And it's also, dude, Jason Isaacs did the voice for this character on Rebels, and he's not the actor. It's like, why, dude? Like he's got the look for it. He's he was freaking Malfoy's dad. Like he was dope as that. And it's, I don't know why they're changing. And someone just did a slight edit on Twitter and they gave him the yellow eyes. And even that like changed the look. Like they, the the Inquisitors didn't look like they did. But anyway, basically like the entire Inquisitor thing is in Star Wars Rebels, which is after Clone Wars and after Revenge of the Sith. Uh, It's when Ahsoka is a little bit older. It tells the story of Ezra Bridger, who's going to be in the Ahsoka show. Uh, and, and it teases out Grand Admiral Thrawn, uh, who's a big villain, the big, the, the blue guy. He's yeah. also going to be in the Ahsoka show and everything like that. And so the Inquisitor, I don't know if it's like a program or whatever they called it, uh, but it was basically whatever they found Jedi, they would turn them to the dark side uh, or any force user. And so they were going after the Jedi holocron during, during Rebels because it revealed anyone who's a, who's a force user. And so they really wanted that. Uh, and there's actually a key scene that when they link the holocrons, it's Darth Maul and, and Ezra. And the clue that they're given is twins under the two sons, which is obviously Luke and Leia. So obviously if Vader had ever found that, the whole entire thing changes. He would have found Luke and Leia and it's over. And so uh, that's key with that. But the Inquisitors themselves are the Jedi that are turned evil. And the Grand Inquisitor is the, is the lead dude. And so that's who that is. That's cool, man. Listen, I, I say this every single episode of the show. I got to watch the animated stuff. It's deep it's stuff, dude. It's deep stuff. I'm just hoping that they don't like, you know, because again, I like, I didn't know who Cad Bane was in the Boba Fett show, but like, I don't think you really needed to watch the animated stuff to kind of know that this guy's kind of a badass. <laughs> so yeah, like, yeah. same thing with this. Like, I hope they don't like, you know, I hope they make it at least somewhat accessible, you know? Zach, I think- you have five months. You have to do it. Could you imagine? <laughs> I'm probably not going to find the time. Uh, no. Uh, no, but I, I, I have to. No, I, I really do. But uh, I think this looks great. Just seeing Ewan McGregor back as the role man, like, and I, I don't remember this being in the trailer, but, like, I just saw images today of Darth Vader yep. in the show. So, like, oh, man, the fact that got Hayden Christensen back, that's actually, like, this show's going to be special. I hope it doesn't suck. <laughs> No, I know. And, and he said, we're going to get like the strongest Vader ever in a quote today. So yeah. Um, and that, that, cause at this time period, all Vader's focused on is killing Obi-Wan and 
trying to find Jedi and kill them. And, and that's really it. Like that, that's his main thing. And so, you know, it's pretty big. So it's going to be a fun show. Ahsoka is probably going to be in it in the flashbacks as well. And there's also a rumor that Ahsoka and Obi-Wan are going to be recurring characters in the Andor show, uh, which is really cool uh, because then that ties Obi-Wan and Ahsoka to a lot of other things, obviously in the timeline. Uh, so that's pretty cool. And then Kathleen Kennedy even teased a season two, which is confusing to me uh, for, for Obi-Wan, uh, which is confusing because it said limited series. Uh, so I don't know if they're going to actually do season two, uh, but we'll see. So other news here, we have the, uh, the boys diabolical animated show just came out. It was, they're all 15 minute episodes, eight a piece, only like two or three of them matter. One of them was uh, Homelander's origin story of the first time that he went crazy and killed a bunch of people. Uh, so that was the final episode. So I think you would enjoy that one, Zach, uh, episode eight. Um, and there's like two others that like actually kind of matter, but like not really. Um, so it's just like more of a fun thing. Uh, but then they released a poster this morning, a butcher uh, with yellow eyes. Uh, and I got to find the, uh, the caption now, but it was basically teasing him having compound V uh, saying he, the, the caption was basically saying he, the time to even up the playing field. So Butcher with Compound Vibro would be pretty crazy. Uh, and that show's coming in June. But uh, there's also some drama with Anthony Starr uh, <laughs> about where he literally told someone, I want to kill you. Uh, so drama there a little bit. And maybe he's Homelander in real life, Loki. Probably. No, I mean, isn't he supposed to be like, this is another country too, right? Like this is- I think, I, I don't know for sure, but it was, it's bad either way. Yeah, like, it, isn't he supposed to be like in jail for like, a long time over there like seriously that's what i heard like i i heard wow. that he was supposedly gonna so i don't know what the hell the drama with that is but uh yeah i'm in real life i'm just glad he didn't like you know you know use his heat vision to kill people but you know it is what it is um no but I, i'm i'm hyped for the boys i didn't even know there's an animated show you literally you, you broke that news to me just now so uh, i i literally have to i have to watch it um but yeah so uh, but I'm excited. The whole, you know, butcher with compound that could be very interesting. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And I'm reading an article now. It says the boy star received suspended prison sentence. He has to pay five thousand to the man, but he was handed a twelve month suspended prison sentence. Suspended. Okay. So what does that mean? Does he have to do it eventually? Yeah. Suspended. Yeah, like after he's done doing the show, <laughs> go back to prison. I have no idea. That's nope. weird. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, uh, positive uh, stuff here. Daredevil <laughs> news, Zach. There's some drama with that. Uh, there's a production company that just started under Marvel called Blind Faith Productions. And like, if that's not Daredevil, yeah. I don't know what else you'd call it. So there's some news. And also at the same time, these reports are coming out. Charlie Cox has been doing a lot of interviews talking about Daredevil and, uh, he kind of dissed Ben Affleck a little bit, saying that he thinks the suit sucked. And uh, that's true. <laughs> yeah. So I, I think we could all side with him there. But he also said uh, some stuff that I think you would side with, Zach, because you, you're a big supporter of like the original show. And so am I. So he says he wants his suit to eventually have the DD in the middle because uh, he thinks that it would be cool if his character gets to that point to where he thinks he deserves it. Um, he said, uh, there was a question asked to him, do you think we'll get an R-rated show? 
and he said he wouldn't underestimate Marvel to do it, uh, but he he backs them to find a way to do so. Um, so if they, he said, if they wanted to do a more PG version, I back them to find a way to do it where it feels totally in keeping with everything we've done. Maybe there's a little less blood, whatever, but he thinks that there's more mature things in the Daredevil show that are more vital to be shown. And, you know, I, I think, you know, with Batman just coming out and how dark that was at PG 13, it might make Marvel say we can do that with Daredevil and still be pretty dark. But at the same time, you want to see darker stuff come out and, and with them putting the daredevil show on disney plus to begin with with parental controls you can just do the same thing with a new show and i hope they just do that yeah uh it really just depends how how much they want to use daredevil in the grander schemes of the mcu because i feel like if he's supposed to be the central character that's going to appear in movies or television shows maybe they want to make those the daredevil character more accessible to people that don't want a mature show that's my my fear you know because I th again like just like other marvel or dc characters daredevil innately with his stories is very violent and usually r-rated but you mentioned a good point with batman like i thought that was a pretty heavy pg-13 movie you know so maybe they can do something kind of like that with daredevil and i think that'll be fine i think um, moon knight is the test moon knight is the test because moon knight's very dark and violent uh so We'll see how that show goes, which, by the way, I'm, I'm hyped for that show. What, that show's coming out pretty soon, isn't it? March 30th. Okay, so this month. So there you go. So uh, that I think that's going to be, so, again, like you said, the test. That's a good point. Like, you know, we'll see how that gets the reaction, and uh, we'll see what happens with Daredevil. But, again, like, I, I don't think – I don't, really don't think they should change the show, its core, very much. I think you got to keep what made that show widely acclaimed, you know, so – um, I hope they don't radically change it that much. No, I totally agree, dude. I totally agree. Um, just looking for any scoops. Yeah, no, James Wan just said the same thing about VFX with Aquaman. He said we just couldn't get it done. Uh, so that's news there. Um, yep, and that's that's about it. Oh, oh so Hayden Christian had an interesting quote. He said, uh, I wasn't a part of any of those conversations about Rogue One, but I love what they did with it. The character predates me, and it's always been a collective effort in a lot of ways. I thought it was brilliant. Uh, so that's pretty cool that he said that too. But uh, other than that, I don't know. Have you ever watched Last Kingdom? Oh, uh, what is that? <laughs> On Netflix. It's a, it, if you haven't watched it, it's too long to get into at this point. But it's uh, final season just came out on Netflix. It's a uh, pretty cool show. So you get that started. Okay. But. I never heard of that. No, I'm I'm waiting for the um I'm waiting for the Lord of the Rings show. You should plug your podcast. The, the yeah, dude. Show. Hey, one pod to rule them all. We did a, our, our last one uh, Monday. That'll come out every Tuesday, and uh, you know we, we have a lot of fun with it. So it's uh, it's fun. The show's out in September. That's my I, Obi Wan and Lord of the Rings are my most hyped things for the year on streaming. Uh, so I'm looking forward to both of those for sure. And uh, like recent scoops about like the orcs and stuff that just came out and stuff like that. So that was pretty cool stuff too. And uh, yeah, other than that, there was like that leaked Deadpool concept art that came out from Shang-Chi and they never used it, but he said it was never going to be in the movie. He just drew it up. Still cool to see. And uh, uh, we, the, the, the director for across the spider verse teased that there might be three Spider-Man, the three Spider-Man might lend their voices to the project. He didn't like completely deny it. So that would be a pretty cool addition. Uh, and then uh, 
I know Michael Giacchino, he's actually uh, directing Werewolf by Night. We mentioned him a few times. He's the director for that. And it's going to be like a mini movie on Halloween uh, for Disney Plus. So that'll be really cool as well. And then uh, also Jessica Jones, the actress for her was spotted. I know we texted about that because you like her a lot, uh, Zach, you know. I like her acting. Yeah, yeah. I do want to ask, though, about if you made a Batman movie ranking for all of the movies, because right now there's 11 theatrically released Batman movies. So have you done a ranking for that? I mean, like, you honestly convinced me it might be better than Begins, because I said, like, earlier I was like, I think Begins is better. But I would go, I would go Dark Knight, the Batman, Batman Begins. You honestly kind of convinced me it's because it's it's deeper into the into the Batman stuff. And and Nolan's centered on it being in a realistic world, uh, which kind of takes away from it. So like that that would be it for me. And then Rises would probably be four. Like, are we counting Batman v Superman? So I know a lot of people are doing that. I'm mostly talking about like solo Batman movies. Yeah, okay, okay. After that, it's a crapshoot. Yeah, for me. I have the Batman number one, the Dark Knight number two, Batman Mask of the Phantasm. That was oh. the actual release. I have that three. So I, I think that movie's incredible. Um, I have Batman Returns four. Love Batman Returns. Batman Begins five. Dark Knight Rises six. Batman 89 seven. Ooh. So that's a little, you know, I, I think those are honestly, you know, one and the other. And number eight, I have the Adam West Batman movie, okay? Whoa. That movie is phenomenal. Number nine, I have the Lego Batman movie. I don't like that movie. Number 10, <laughs> Batman Forever. And then obviously 11, Batman and Robin. That's my, that's my ranking. If I'm being honest. Wait, I wait, like where's Batman, Retur- Batman Returns uh, movie? Batman Returns was four. Oh, 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 okay, okay. But, wow. But if we are counting BVS, it's number one. I hope, oh, by the way, I gotta say that, by the way. Uh, like, I love this movie. Like, the Batman was amazing, right? My favorite Batman movie, one of my favorite movies of all time. It's it's not the Snyder Cut, okay? Yeah, Batman v Superman is so much better than the Batman, bro. It's. I mean, I agree. <laughs> I, I actually agree with you. BVS is better. And I know people are gonna see... This is going to cause a lot of ruckus. I can already tell because like people thought like, oh, of course it's Ben Snyder. No, it's not. Uh, I think it's, I, I think I like this a little better than Man of Steel, maybe. Uh, and then obviously mm. I think Watchmen is great. Oh, what, what do you think? I don't know. I think Man of Steel is better too, dude. I like it. it I, I don't I know. Mean, to me, like that's, that's like the flip-flop there for me. Like I really don't know. I love both of those movies and I love Watchmen too. So that you know amazing movie but you know snyder you know he's my guy so um the rebel moon stuff looks dope they cast ray fisher in it which is cool and uh and they're they're planning spinoffs for it too like it could be basically what i'm hearing is it's dark star wars which is like yes yes please oh my god yeah warner brothers you really warner brothers is like you really dropped the ball in there you see how you see how netflix is treating him like the king he is yes Thank you, Netflix. Thank you. All right, man. We uh, we went around the nerdy world today. It was fun. There's a lot of stuff out there. Uh, Moon Knight in a few weeks. The Daredevil shows hit 
uh, Disney Plus in six days now. Uh, so, so that'll be kind of cool to see them uh, hit the... And, and what's going to be really interesting is seeing if they put them in the timeline or if they put them as like Marvel Legacy shows. So that'll be really important uh, because some people still think it's canon and that, that will be the determinator. Like when Marvel makes things canon, that's it. If it's not in the MCU chronological, it's not canon. So I, that's going to be really interesting to see because Vincent D'Onofrio seems to think that it's canon uh, because he was like, well, they told me to act the same way and that, but it, it, some things just don't line up. Like if they're not keeping Iron Fist and they're recasting Luke Cage, you can't really do that. So it, it doesn't make sense, especially if Daredevil is going to have a different costume too. So it's, yeah. But anyway, I'm off on a tangent. So good pod, bro. It was a lot of fun. We'll come back uh, probably when Moon Knight releases stuff because there's not going to be content uh, for another few weeks unless some scoops come out and stuff like that. So we'll be back. Follow us on Twitter at the Nerd Pod 2. Uh, my sports pod at Strictly Sports P. Zach, uh, your name is your Twitter at. Uh, so we'll have that in the description below. Um, and then, yeah, one pod to rule them all. It's a lot of fun, man. We'll be back in a few weeks. Peace. Peace.